Well, hello, this is your friend, Pastor C, pastor of the Grace Hill Church, or some people call me Coach B, um, whatever you want to call me, that's fine. But I do want to come to you um, and talk a little bit about winning. What I call, I've coined a term called winnovation. Winnovation is like motivation that causes you not just to be motivated to write or motivated to think, but motivated to actually win. Um, actualization of your wins, making sure that you are realizing those things, those wonderful thoughts that you've been motivated to think, those wonderful things that you've been motivated to set out to do when you plan. So innovation is very important. It's my focus um, in this podcast. I really want to go into scripture and look at some things that are favorites to me. Man, when I got a hold of Luke 1 and 37 that's um luke the first chapter 37th verse man i'm telling you it really impacted my life for the better and in the king james bible it says for with god nothing shall be impossible for with god um, nothing shall be impossible it seems like that is a fairly simple sentence but let me tell you it is so power packed in that it says for with god I personally love um, grammar and with God, it means a place for me. It's a preposition that I always want to find myself dwelling in with God. I want to be with God. And then it it, it makes a declaration here that nothing shall be impossible. You know, nothing absolutely means nothing. It doesn't mean some things or this thing or that thing, but it means absolutely nothing is impossible with God. I also like uh, what the NIV says about this particular scripture. It says, for no word from God will ever fail. For no word from God will ever fail. What that means to me is um, what's also tucked in the, the word of God that says, the promises of God in him are yes and amen. And I'm paraphrasing there. But I am so wanting you to win. I want you to really be encouraged by this podcast. Let this be a word that pushes you to your next level. There's another scripture that I really really, really um, love to hold on to in my times where things become difficult. I look to this word and I stand on this word and it is found in Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20 is full of the word of God for me. I look at it every day and I make sure that I speak this over my life on a daily basis. And like um Many other, uh, many others who are listening to the podcast, I know that you have maybe your favorite scripture or your favorite saying or your uh, affirmation or whatever it is that you say every day. But Ephesians 3.20 is what I absolutely live by. When times get difficult for me, I, um, I love the way that this scripture is phrased for me. It says it now. So that means in whatever situation I'm currently going through at the moment that I speak this particular word over my life, I say now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Um, This scripture actually empowers me. me. We don't have power, but unless we've been empowered. And if you don't have a mentor or somebody, let me tell you, the word is the empowerment that you need. Go to the word of God. Have that conversation, that covenant relationship with Jesus Christ. And know what his word tells you and stand on that word. This is an impactful scripture for me because it interrupts my current situation. If I'm having a tough day or if I'm having a day that seems not to be going in the direct that it should be going 
I remember and I tell myself, this is the day that the Lord has made. So that means that God is the owner of the day. My father is the owner of the day. So whatever's happening to me in that day, it's not that the day is bad. It's just what's happening to me. But I've got the power of life and death in my tongue to be able to speak and see those things that be not as though they were. Though it may not come when I want it to come, um, everything begins. Our worlds are framed by our words. And so we want to make sure that we speak the right things into our atmosphere. This is how we win. And this particular scripture, again, Ephesians 3 and 20 says, now unto him. It's saying right now. I'm not waiting on it, but right now. Unto him who is able, our God, when we seem weak, he is still able to do exceeding abundantly. And then he includes us in it by telling us we've got power. Where does this power come from? Zechariah says, not by man's power, nor by man's might, but by the spirit of the Lord. And so we got to stand. We have to stand on the word of God that tells us who we are. In times where we're getting discouraged, the enemy would love for us just to sit there and to waddle in the mess of, uh, of uh, of yesterday or failures that we may have experienced. But when do we get up and pull ourselves up and say, you know what, devil, I'm not dealing with that anymore because God is here and God is with me and God's not going to allow me to, to just sit here and melt in this situation. Not when I can speak a word over myself that's going to help me and, and that's going to push me to the next level. Remember Philippians 4 and 13, I paraphrase again, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We need Jesus in our lives. So many people are trying to um, extract Jesus from the equation, but he is the essential portion of the equation to solve everything that is going on in our lives. And so I thank God that he is in the midst of us. He is the mighty one who saves us. He rejoices over us with gladness. That's what Zephaniah 3 and 17 tells us. Zephaniah 3 and 17 tells us this. And we, our, our Lord loves us. He wants us to make it to the next place that he has designed for us. God has some great things in store for you. And um, Jeremiah shares that with us. Jeremiah tells us that God has a plan for us. And we've got to just hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering and know that God has a plan for us. What do you have in your knowing? Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know sometimes you won't feel like it, but let me tell you, you've got to know that, uh, that, that God loves you. Sometimes you're not going to feel anything. We let our emotions get the best of us, but we've got to get above our emotions and we've got to start to think like God wants us to think. We can't let this devil tell us how our lives are going to be dictated. He can't dictate for us what's going to happen. God said it's in his holy word that, um, uh, through Well, through the word of God, we find out that we're the head and not the tail. We're above only and not beneath. He's called us beloved. Our Lord has told us how much he loves us. You know, in his word in John 14, 12 through 14, he tells us that we have the greater works anointing if we believe him. If we believe in Jesus Christ, the greater works anointing is upon our lives. We're constantly... Um, being told that we don't have this greater works anointing because the enemy doesn't want us to reach our full potential. So you've got to be encouraged and know that God wants you to, um, wants his plan for your, for your life to go forward. He wants you to give him glory. And so he wants you to have a testimony that glorifies him. Everybody is not going to enter into a church building. Everybody's not going to come to a place where, um, 
maybe a worship experience is being held or praise and worship is going forward. So on our jobs, in our communities, as we go out, uh, even within our families, we've got to be a light in dark places. And let me tell you, that doesn't mean that we go around and we start telling people that they're going to go to hell or, or if they don't believe what we believe, but we let our lights shine before them, that they will see God and glorify him. Let them see our good works. Let them see the love come from us like never before. And let them just glorify God. We, You know, we will have victory when we start wanting the kingdom to win. We'll experience personal victories because we're a part of the kingdom. I know that persecution is a part of the church, uh, uh, things that happen to people who believe. I know that the church is persecuted for righteousness sake. But I'm telling you that there is something so great in knowing and loving God. Wouldn't you want to love a God who loved you? John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him. I often teach at the church where I pastor, at the Grace Hill Church. I often teach our congregants, our, our members, that we are whosoever, and God says we can do whatsoever. And so, you know, he calls us whosoever in St. John, um, three sixteen, he says, "Whosoever believes in me should not perish, but have everlasting life." And here's the real love factor. Here is John three seventeen, when he says, "I didn't come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through me might be saved." You know. That's what Jesus is telling us in John three seventeen. It's a beautiful love story, and it continues in John 14 and 6 when he tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, no man goes to the Father except they go through Jesus Christ. He atoned for our lives, and then we go further down into John 14, and that's when he tells us, if you believe me, the greater works anointing is upon you. You're going to do greater works. So can't you see how God is expanding within us as we expand? our faith. We are winners. Um, uh, Philippians 4.13 tells us that we can do it. That's how we know that we can do it. And we just have to encourage one another along the way. That doesn't mean that it won't get difficult sometimes. It doesn't mean that you won't feel like giving up. But you've got to do like David did in 1 Samuel 30 when he patted himself on the back. And he says, I've got to encourage myself in the Lord. When it seemed like all the people that he needed on his team were turning their backs, you know, he had to encourage himself in the Lord. And so I encourage you to encourage yourself in the Lord. Go to that mirror and smile. Tell yourself, you know what? I'm not going to succumb to Satan and his will, but instead I know that all things work together for my good. I'm not going to worry about what people have said negatively about me, but instead I'm going to keep trying again. You know what? I'm not going to take this failure and just leave it at failure. I'm going to let it be my clue to my success. At least our failures teach us what things will not work so that we can go on in the next direction. I'm sure you've heard it said. I've heard it said. I don't know to whom um, this needs to be accredited for being said, but oftentimes rejection is direction. Oftentimes rejection is direction. And so we have to know that um, rejection is um, direction and let it direct us where we need to be. You can always get something positive out of something negative. You can always Always hear me clearly. Get something positive out of something negative. I'll leave you again with Zechariah 4 and 6. And it tells us in the Amplified. Then he said to me, this 
continued supply of oil is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, prince of Judah, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So we don't want to go in our physical might. We don't want to go in our physical powers. But it is by the power of the Holy Spirit that we persist by faith. I also want to tell you um, what the word of God says in St. Matthew. It says, The kingdom of God suffers suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. When we look at Revelations 12 and 11, it tells us, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And so even though we start out in the book of Matthew, and it seems like times are hard, it seems like times are difficult, we don't succumb. But instead, we persist in our faith. And I'm telling you, we're going to have a revelations experience that we will call, we will be overcomers. We're already called overcomers in Romans 8. We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. I pray that this word has encouraged you on to a higher level. I pray that you're going to remember to have some innovation going on in your life. Win, 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 win. With every small victory that you have, remember it's building up to something even the greater, to something better. And never forget what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross of Calvary. Because of Calvary. We win. God bless you. Grace and peace.